Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's lunchtime, which means it's crunch time. The new McCrispy from Macca's is their next big thing. Try it today before or after the big games. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time on SEN. Right-hand side, Kenny. He goes away to Cleary. Show and go to Edwards. Edwards to Brian. To'o. And To'o dives in the corner. What a start for Penrith. Goes to the line. Meany. Meany gets it away to Olam. Olam. Justin Justin Olam goes straight through. Scores the try. Melbourne answer almost immediately. Luai. Oh, Crichton got a beautiful ball. Taruva. They're queuing up. Edwards. Party time, Panthers. You're off to the grand final. Short side Cleary, he takes them on, gets the pass oh, away. Oh, that trick. Yeah, we obviously wanted to work, uh, you know, really hard, not just only for ourselves, but for all the uh, our beautiful fans and uh, all the people that support us throughout our whole lives and uh, just to try, you know, uh, make it towards the end for them. Yeah, what are we watching? What are we honestly watching at the moment? This juggernaut, the Penrith Panthers. Crunch time brought to you by Ozito Powering. DIY, as I think Gibbo could do with Ozito to power him home through the rest of the afternoon, all day, every day at Bunnings. Before you dig, don't dig blind. Search before you dig online every time. And McDonald's. Get the new McCrispy before the big game today. Yes, please. one 1170 to have your say or text 0457 736 736. We welcome those across the SEN network. Sydney, Queensland and the Gold Coast. Those on the app. Those belatedly on the podcast I'll get to our regular staple very, very shortly, who's a two-time Walkley Award winner, if you don't mind. But in the meantime, this guy here is a prolific winner. He is a premiership winner uh, of 1996 against the St. George Dragons back at the time. Manly South and the Panthers enforcer. We speak of the man off the back fence, Mark Spud Carroll. Oh, good afternoon, man. I'll make it my debut on a Saturday, so I'm all excited. I've been writing a lot of stuff down, Joel, which I'll be passing away very soon. But... Um, how do you start? The, how do you stop the juggernaut? That being the Penrith Panthers, um, week off, freshen them up. Luai, is he going to come back yeah. from dislocation? Man, what's going on with science these days? Yeah. How do he come back yeah. after four weeks? I know, I know, it's a remarkable. We'll talk about that a little bit later mm. on. Did the Melbourne Storm get to him enough? That is the question. I didn't see him play the ball too much, and he didn't make many tackles. Did they get to him enough? We get to this bloke enough, and we get plenty of him. He's been on fire this year. Hours twelve to two, and he's been so good. We have given him a 50% increase of time. 80% go. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Thanks for having us. A bit of overtime. Always yes. good for the invoicing. So yes. Outstanding. Outstanding. And thank you to the City Morning Herald as well. Um, so much to talk about. Have your say. Spud, would you like to um, – do you need a bit more room for your text board? I'll, I'll maybe put this on my lap if you want. Um, oh, because I keep pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps nudging this board No, because I've got, I've got that much paperwork in front of me. I've been working hard this morning, yeah, That's right. That's right. Uh, gentlemen, how's the week been? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Like, um, we're all looking for, forward to this time of year, aren't we? Like, it's just amazing. And you talked about Luai, like, one month – and he's back playing less than a month. Mm. And you know what? He has done it without taking a single painkiller. 
Wow. So he doesn't believe in them. What he says, it upsets his stomach. So they reckon the most that he's done from the moment that he suffered that injury is basically one strip of Panadol. Which That's is just absolutely phenomenal. It talks about not just the, the courage and dedication to, to get himself right, but the, the coaching staff, yep. the physios, yep. the, the medicos. Absolutely unbelievable. And did they get to him? They didn't. No. Like he only made 14 tackles during the whole thing. Got, gave himself an early shower, came off after about 57 minutes, and the game was over. And, mate, he's cherry right for the grand final now. I think it was the Edwards try, and I was watching a keen eye on Mark, uh, on. Um, I was thinking about Mark Spud, Carol. No, I'm talking about another Spud. I'm talking about Shane Elford. Yeah. And he ran straight away to Jerome Luai and stayed with him for about a minute. And I get the sense that he was negotiating about getting him off, which Jerome Luai, to his credit, was probably trying to stay out there. And eventually he goes off at the northern end of the field. What we're seeing here is remarkable. And I've never, ever seen this in a club, right? They get sort of tarnished with being a brash overconfident side, but when you really break it down, I have never, ever in the history of rugby league and teams that I've met, met a more humble team. Yep. And, and I'm not just talking about the players on the field. I'm talking about those off the field. Corey Bocking, the trainer. Um, Peter Wallace, who's there. Ivan Cleary, who's there. Andrew Webster before him. Uh, Seraldo. Um Andrew Leeds. Did you play with Andrew Leeds, Spud? No, just run over him. (laughs) (laughs) See, humble, right? (laughs) As we're talking about humble, that's the response we get. But I've honestly never seen a more – a team who – and I've never read the book Legacy about the All Blacks, but I get the sense a similar sort of pattern there. This mob have got the culture piece down to an absolute T. Yeah, they're certainly agile. You know, they call it so maybe arrogance. Uh, yeah. They said that about um, Shane Warne. Lovely human, but I'll tell you, when it came to uh, game time, you couldn't beat him. But it's just the structures they've got there. And it's been there for years. Last year, they won four competitions. New South Wales Cup, flag, and SG ball. Yeah. Right? So it's all structured down to what they've got to do. It's, it's like the Melbourne Storm. You know, you're missing a player, you bring them up. It's like a little clone of every, of every player. But they just grind you into the ground. What I mean by that is that they just get into their motion. They just, you know, hit hit it forward, good kick, until you make a mistake. And that's yep. what happened last night. One mistake is what happened. They scored the next set of six. Spud, you played in three consecutive grand finals. And defend, I, I think the team that you played in was probably as close as we've seen in recent years. And I say recent years, mm. the last 30-odd years, to what we're seeing now. Bozo had you guys humming 95 grand final, 96 grand final, 97 grand final. But with all respect, it's nothing on what we're seeing now, this Penrith side. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and, I do and you agree. Think, and you think about how dominant you guys were. And unlucky you'd only get away with one premiership of the three. You deserve more than that because you were a great side. But what we're seeing with this team here is phenomenal, isn't it? They're in four in a row. Yeah. Like it's, they've been the top dog every In salary cap era. Exactly. But also the top dog. When, you know, when you're up against a side which is the top of the tree, you, know, you, you actually you, you gear up for it and you might still get beaten, right? But the next week you then get flogged because you put all the energy in against, you know, against the Penrith side. But, you know, comparing um, eras, um, you know, just there's so, as I said, the structure of it, everyone knows their job, the kicking game. What about the kicking game of Cleary? Like yeah. the deafness of his touch, he just drills him into the ground, never goes over, never six, six again, yeah. seven tackle set, never that. Um and also the decisions they're making on the spot. Like last night, when Meany took that ball and we thought it was going to be seven tackle set, they said, oh, we want to question that. Yep. They got it right. It was He missed it by a bee's dick. Yep. 
Dead set. Yeah. But it was just incredible at, at pace to pick that up. AP, I, I'm sorry because majority of our listeners will disagree with me. 0457736736. But I've said this for six weeks. The Dallium Coach of the Year for me is clear cut and Eddie's Ivan Cleary. Mm. And I say that because, yes, what Andrew Webster has done, it's the most improved team. And, yep. and it's phenomenal what he's achieved. Yep. But if you think about Cleary, their two finals, they have absolutely whacked two top four sides. Not just one. They've absolutely punished them. Their defence is a gap in front of the field. They lost Coruscant. They lost Kikau. And the other part, which I think we've got to pay testament to Cleary, is is Andrew Webster, the coach he is, without the man Cleary. Yep. How, how, how can you be in four straight grand finals and only once yep. get the coach of the year? He has to get the coach of the year in me, in my opinion, and a notable, absolute notable uh, mention goes to Andrew Webster and mm. Kevy Walters for that matter. But Ivan Cleary is the best coach in the competition right now. Well, it's funny that he's not often mentioned in the same breath as a Bennett or a, a Bellamy or a Robinson. And all of those guys have had a knack of producing other NRL first grade coaches. And like you talk about coaching trees going back over yep. the years to, you know, Sheens and Gould and Warren Ryan. But all of a sudden you've got Andrew Webster has been in that system. Um, Cameron Serrato is obviously now an NRL coach. Uh, ben Gardner's ben got, the Samoan, got job. the Samoan job. Yep. So all of a sudden, it's not just a production line of players. It's a production line of coaches. And Sugar, you talk about dynasties. It was interesting to see, I don't know if you saw this, who actually led the team song. He didn't know the words, but he was the guy <laughs> banging on the, he was banging on the, uh, the bins. It was Mick Fanning. Right? So the world oh, champion yes. surfer, right? So yeah. he's a Penrith boy. He's now moved up to yep. the Goldie. Um, loves the Panthers. And he talk about dynasties. Like he tried to, to do the three peat himself. He won world titles in 2007, 2009, 2013. And he talked about how hard it was to back up because it's like a hangover to do it year after year yeah. after year. And obviously Kelly Slater did five in a row, which oh. is absolutely unheard of. But all of a sudden we're talking about this Penrith team amongst all of those great dynasties in not just Australian sport, but world yeah. sport. This is, this would be. This season has been one of the best and most unpredictable, if not for the way Panthers are, are just blitzing everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're actually, from a, from a caller's point of view, they ruin the game for you. Because mm. you, when you're calling the game, mm. you find yourself cheering. And I don't, I don't mind saying this. We called the game last night for SEN. You find yourself cheering for the other side, not because you want to see the demise of Penrith, but you just want to see the game alive at the 70-minute mark. And what they invariably do, nearly every game, Penrith turn up and they go, uh, booking for two, please. <laughs> what, what, what time would that be, uh, Panther? Uh, we'd like to make a booking for uh, the 78th-minute mark. And the poor buggers get stood up so many times where they turn up for the date yeah. and the other party's already left. Yeah. They, they're always there by themselves because you know what? They just, they're happy to bore you to death. Mm, and I yeah. say that in... They just keep turning you over, turning you over, and the other team can't help themselves. They they unsubscribe. So you saw last night Marion Seve's pass, the amount of errors, and a lot of it is the pressure and the force, but you can't make any error in your own half. You can't. You've got to get to the end of your set and complete as boring as it is, but every team is just mucking it up. And it's, the first four times they started the half in Melbourne's half, they came away with points, whether it was a penalty goal or a try. You can't give them that. No, you can't. It's the way there are. It's just 
I heard Dylan Edwards get interviewed after the game, and he said, oh, we just had to get to the grind. I know what the word is, grind. There's yep. grind into the ground. Yep. And you, you talk about the last four years, right, grand finals. They've had to adapt to rule change every year. Yep. And they're still way ahead. Yep. Like, you know, whoever you know, meets them in the grand final, um, they're going to have to have their best game ever. Yep. They've got to – yeah, we'll find out who it is uh, you know, tonight. Um, I, I'm, me personally, I hope the Broncos. I think the Broncos have got a game to really push them. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just think the Warriors, if they beat the Panthers, uh, beat the Broncos tonight, it could be their grand final today, and then they go out next week, and then uh, you know, it could be demolition time. Sugar, you talked about them playing almost perfect. So their completion rate at the end of the game was 41 from 47, right? But they made a couple of late errors when it was all, oh, all over. They completed, I think it was about 23 <laughs> in a row. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Like they went into halftime, they didn't drop the football, yep. which is just ridiculous. And you know, Spud talked about it then about the way they keep regenerating. They've lost two marquee players every year, at least. Yep. For the, and next year they'll lose Lenu, they'll they'll lose Crichton, who are absolutely top liners, but they'll be there or thereabouts again. But the, the amount of talent that they have coming out through that Penrith system, and you talked about Ivan Cleary and what he's done. Yes, he's got an incredible amount of talent at his disposal, but the way he's brought it all together, they're all on the same page the culture at the club, there's no big egos, and they're not satisfied. It's just insatiable, this hunger to keep winning. They're, they're, not, they're not bored with it. Here's a yarn for you during the week, and where would this team run? So last night I went through the, the players they've lost who have featured in grand final campaigns and the side that that would be. This is why oh. Ivan Cleary. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the fullback's Charlie Staines. Yep. Naden's on the wing with Josh Mansell. In the centres you've got... Um, Matt Burton and Paul Momorowski. 5'8", you've got Matty Burton. Halfback, Sean O'Sullivan. Up front, you've got the guy who capped him in 2020, which was James Tamo. Mm. You've got uh, the other front rower, Zane Tedavano. Oh, Appy yeah. Corrissi as a hooker. The, <laughs> back, r- the, the back row is Capewell and <laughs> wow. Kigau. And the Jeez. lock. Who's the lock? Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. Oh, my that, gosh. That's the team. That is ridiculous. And you know what? That's probably the second best team in the comp. <laughs> That's the only team that would give the Panthers a run for That's their money. Right. That's exactly right. And then you throw in the coach by Andrew Webster and the assistant coach Cameron Serraldo. Like it's Trent Barrett's going to be running the water for him. You know, like it's amazing. Because we we talk about like obviously there'll be comparisons through the week about that great Parramatta side that won three in a row. But this is a salary cap era. There was no salary cap Correct. back in the day. Correct. Correct. And, and that's why Ivan Cleary has to win the coach of the year, in my opinion. The the the, the other thing with that too, and, and it's sort of a bit forgotten, everything that he's done, you know, in club football, but all of a sudden you've got New South Wales have been pounded in their first two oh, games. Of course. Who's, who's in the coach's box for game yeah. three when they win? There you go. And, and and look, for those who are judging upon it, if he's not to win it, what would you have liked him to do? To go through un, <laughs> undefeated, winning by 30 nil each week. What would you have liked him to do if, he, if he's not to win it this year? It is quite remarkable. And I don't care if the consideration is on what he's done in the past. It, it is not right that he would win Coach of the Year once in four years. It is not right. Uh, in a salary cap era where they keep having to fill a hole, and uh, it's amazing what they have achieved. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or text 0457-736-736, and that is zero, less than zero disrespect to Coach Andrew Webster. Remiss of me, we've not spoken to the man who uh, is the only bloke in the room who's going six hours with me, the maestro. Hello, mate. How are we, gents? Good to have Spud here on a Saturday. Good to have AP back as well. And I'm just 
It's so much fun coming to work at the yep. moment. It's just the best time. I, I love, you know, it's great that we have such a, a loyal listener base and everyone's tuning in, but to, to sit here and listen to you guys just yarn for six hours, best job in the world. It'll be fun. Easy. It's going to be a I'm fun day. It. But you know who makes it? Uh, That's the fifth, the fifth That's member. The f- <laughs> 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 I spoke about the Panthers being humble, didn't I? <laughs> um, did. the, the fifth player in the team, which is you, the listener, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I tell you, this was a nice moment. And we're there uh, for SEN last night calling the game. We're about to call the game and out trot the Panthers and they've got the warm-up and the blue shirt or yellow shirt, whatever it was. It was a shirt with colour. It was <laughs> it was uh, Elford, Shane Elford, mm. who won the comp with the Tigers in 2005. Yep. And unbeknown to him at the time, so my daughter, this is a, a bit of bruising, but she is in Port Macquarie playing for the New South Wales CIS side. And in the side with her is Robbie O'Davis's daughter. Oh, right. And Shane Elford's daughter. And at that very moment, I get a text from Miller. And she says, Dad, tell Shane, which I can't because he's about to warm up the team, that his daughter has been made the captain. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's been made the captain. So what What a couple of hours. My hair stand up because it's a proud parent moment for them. Um, what a couple of hours it was for Shane Elford. Wow. Just found out, Sugar, is your birth for a Yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, yes. <laughs> Boom. Oh, I'm getting on. Yeah. You're good hair, but Any good hair. So, tw- no, 20, no, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 seconds? Yeah, something like that. Times two. Yeah. 47. 47. Oh. Yeah. So I'm in the old sitting in the room again. Well, I, I thought I was late. I thought I was late to say happy birthday to you. Mm. AP, I apologise for that. How late was I? It was yesterday. Yeah, so I was 24 hours late. 24 hours. Okay. Just check my phone before I say this, but um, four days ago, uh, no happy birthday for you, jolly boy from AP. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Spud Spud was there, though. You're Uh, you're a similar vintage, too. Calm down. Uh, I'm about about 24 months less than you, put it that way. Wow. Yeah. Carry it well, too. Yeah, thank you. I'm carrying plenty. Don't (laughs) worry about that. 1300-01-1170 is a way to have your say. Plenty of texts. We will address those. On the other side of this, we are off and running for the crunch time on the Saturday. We're pumped. We're talking all things sport, and we're talking it with you. This is crunch time, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Brought to you by Azito Powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. Before you dig, don't dig blind. Search before you dig online every time. And you talk about the back fence. Well, yes, Coach K. Thank you, Maestro. Oh. We're about to run hard at McDonald's. Get the new McCrispy before the big game today. Oh, yes. let's go. There's actually a good story.